Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Roaring. Hey, Roaring. Hey, 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 Roaring. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to SEM Live. This is the Schmodown Entertainment Network. I'm Christian Harloff, and you are you. Uh, what a show we have today, and started a little late today. That is on me, because I read the schedule wrong, and I got everybody on different days, so I don't give a shit. What's going on? Nice to have you <laughs> on. Uh, so, joining us as always, RB3. No, he's not there. Never mind. Oh, there he is. RB3 is here. Uh, good to have him back. Ben Goddard. Morning. DJing it up. And then uh, we have Kate Mulligan, the one and only. Joined by Winston Marshall. Winston A. Marshall, excuse me. Thanks, buddy. Got it. Uh, lots of cool things going on today. You know, so many damn stories that we have. Uh, Ray was a Kenobi at one point. Even though when I said that on Jedi Council years ago, people said I was an idiot, stupid. Wait, really? True. It's not true. You're making it up. To Christian, I, that was the same theory that I had. I, people was genuinely... heard, dude, I had heard it. It was, that... it was like I, had, I heard straight up that she was a descendant of uh, Kenobi, and that's why they had it in Force Awakens in the first place. When she was, uh, when when he's, when, that's why they added that th- these are your first steps, and then he just abandoned that and they abandoned everything. And, and the most telling part about it is, it's it's nothing new. It's the same old crap that we said. There's no plan. Where she was talking to Josh Gad, and then inside of that, she's like, "Yeah, at one point in in Rise of Skywalker, your, your, your Palpatine's your Palpatine's granddaughter. Oh wait, no, you're not. Wait, we're not sure. All right, now you, now you are. It's like what a mess. What an Bro. absolute mess. What a, you talk about dropping the ball on that entire trilogy. It is. It makes it makes me like the trilogy even less. It's like it was. So, it was. I mean, from everything that Boyega just said and everything now, it's like. As a Star Wars fan, I still like watching the movies because it's you know it's Star Wars and and it's so you can find you can find enjoyment out of all of them and I still I don't I don't hate the movies you shouldn't hate the movies but I like when I'm when I'm watching them it's just it's just, the hate flows it's, just the, it's just so silly the way that it was all put together and it's like and I saw responses like well you know George didn't have a plan in the original trilogy that was because that was like the only that was like the first trilogy there was no precedent there was nothing happening beforehand and you just threw things together and and they they hit magic it doesn't mean that it's the right and, and there was one creator too it was one creator yeah. one vision right, so. right. Yeah. exactly exactly not 75 cooks in the kitchen and and it was about the creator of the story as opposed to uh, making sure that the stockholders are happy uh, and it's just it is you know it's a, it's a, it's a bummer but uh, I, I was texting with some, someone this morning that will remain unnamed and they were just talking about how they were so upset about how just the way that Disney handled this whole thing and you have George Lucas's cell phone number I know right pretty open about it uh, but it's uh you know it, it it's and I said to this person I said well we still got the Mandalorian and they were like well I don't know the Mandalorian I said Man, you're crazy the Mandalorian to me is is the best Star Wars stuff that we've gotten in a long time but um because they don't because because there's a plan 
and there's a that you can tell that there's a story that they are telling that they have a vision of i mean john favreau wrote the second season a long time ago and there is there are outlines and there are details and it's not just making it up on the spot that is a recipe for disaster i don't care what the ip is you start making shit up on the spot that's a recipe for disaster and like i don't care the movie's made money there's no doubt about it but it was this this entire trilogy was a was an epic uh, uh letdown uh all I, the way through I, 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 including the fact that like I just saw someone was saying, wouldn't it have been more interesting to see Finn versus Kylo? I think so, in the sense that if Kylo represents everything that is the First Order and the remnants of the Empire and someone that was like, I refuse to be a part of this, versus, you know, just kind of like, one, it would have been interesting to have Rey be a Kenobi. I think that that's a way more interesting plot line, especially because... You know why, though, Winston? Because, dude, you know what they don't do? And it was one of the major things that I have, and from what I heard, and again, this is not confirmed, just things that I, that you hear, that J.J. was just doing his own thing, and he didn't want to hear from anybody else. He didn't really... He, he consulted with the story group sometimes, but you have this entire... And this is why I think you have this entire canon and this back history of stuff that you could use. And they used it kind of briefly with Saw Gerrera in Rogue One, right? Okay, cool. But you had this whole story storyline of Satine and Obi-Wan from the Clone Wars that people loved. If you would have brought that back and said somehow that Rey was a part of that whole thing and she was part uh, part of the Mandalorian uh, heritage, plus she was, she was you know, the, the, Kenobi kind of had, had, an, had an off thing and, and, a, and a family and a, and a, a you know, a heritage which kind of born throughout that, that relationship with Satine, fans would have been like, oh, and it would have driven more people towards clone wars and it would have tied it all together yeah. all of the lore together but they just ignore it and they go oh, we're gonna make our own that's why i've always it's, said it's a fan film it's a, it, it is a it's a glorified expensive fan film can i can i ask because I, I i haven't i've i plan on watching clone wars i had said i was gonna do it i just got really busy so i never yeah. started i'm assuming that that means that that's some sort of love interest for obi-wan yeah and yeah. and like and, and like it's like a legit love interest and you see how it all went down and you buy it and see, you buy it See, I like that so much more, especially in the sense that, like, for me, I think the best part that I loved about Last Jedi, I know people bitch about it, but I love the fact that Luke was so flawed and, like, was such an asshat and made all these mistakes and all that kind of stuff, because to me... I don't like the idea of of Luke just being some sort of, and then he beat his dad and the Emperor and became a Jedi God. Like I like the idea that he was still human and had to deal with stuff. I would love the idea of seeing Obi Wan, who was raised as a Jedi and told love is bad and don't do this because you're gonna whatever. That he ended up having a kid. That would have been fucking amazing to be like, wow, look at what potentially your your love brought this child into the world that may bring the dark side back and stuff like you know it would like it could have gone a million fucking ways yeah, Zeno, like, Zeno, Zeno Hour you're thinking of Sabine I said Satine Satine is yeah. Satine's from Satine's Mandalorian Sabine is from Rebels um, but yeah I mean look regardless of what if some people did like that Luke thing I, I personally think it stinks but it but it's but it also your your points of what you're saying are, are valid as far as that that particular story but my point is that that was a choice by one particular creator and director that was on a different page than the guy who started if you're going to start luke down that path, because that's not the path that was set for luke in the beginning of that uh, at the end of that trilogy that's not the luke that was supposed to happen there's a very different luke that was in jj's mind that eventually you know cool. then, then ryan steered it in the other direction but my point of out of all of that is just shows there's no there's no like there was no 
like curbside perfect 13 donated $20 my theory after force awakens with Ray was a Kenobi who trained with Luke and Ben Solo Ben turned and killed the other Padawans but couldn't bring himself to kill little Ray figured he wiped her mind with his mind tricks thought that could have been cool I'm all screwed up you know why today Winston I thought today was Thursday still mm. uh, I still th- I still thought until about until about a minute ago I thought today was Thursday what, you okay? uh, no, no, everything's easy. It's just all the day, the the Monday day off because you know I took the day for yeah, yeah, holiday yeah, yeah, and, yeah. My, and my wife's birthday, and and it was, and so when I sent this thing out today, I was like, I I was under the assumption that it was Thursday, but it's not. Alas, it is Wednesday. Um, we'll, we'll get more into this, by the way. But uh, head on head on over to um, streamlabs.com slash the schmodown. As I said before, uh, many times over, this show continues to go on because of your generous donations and what you're able to do with it. That's how we're able to keep the crew. Um, we were just doing the show with Brett and I for a bit, and then when RB3 was like, no, I can make this work. I can bring back the, the schmobot and do these things. So I'm like, okay, well, then we can we can start bringing the crew back. And we have been. You guys have been super generous about it. Um, if you're able to, go to streamlabs.com slash the schmodown. Throw in a Schmobot, and um, you'll be able to do that throughout the duration of the show. Those help tremendously, and you can interrupt the show. We do also, there is the option to do it through Super Chat, although it is 20 on Streamlabs, it's 30 on uh, Super Chat because of the uh, because of the percentage that's taken out. But jumping back into this Ray thing, it just, you know, I think the most frustrating thing, it's not, and so people say, oh, is, it, is the biggest frustration the fact that she could have been a Kenobi and not? Not necessarily, because if it's any indication, maybe they would have said, oh, now she's Kenobi's granddaughter. Well, how? Mm, I don't know. We'll, we'll just kind of figure it out step by step, as opposed to saying, you know, that, that my biggest frustration is that they had everything right there. You look at what DC or Marvel does. They both do very well. Is Even though it's not canon, all the stuff that, from the movies into the, uh, into the comics, per se, they take hardcore elements of, of the mm-hmm. comics and they put them into the movies and and it's just be, not, because obviously Marvel and DC there's this established brand of comics and at first right where Star Wars was based on movies first so I think that that's why the powers that be go well we're always movies first and then the, the the comics and the and the uh, books and everything those are secondary when you have these tremendous tremendous authors who who have put together so much great quality out there that you could take story elements that could play but they don't want to do it like I'm telling you like I had heard they were they were going to do a Lost Stars whether I don't know if it was a TV series or it was going to be a um or it's going to be a movie I heard they were really thinking about that and then and then to say Powers of Beast said nah it's books they won't they won't get it and it's like they don't they they do not trust the audience uh and uh, that's reading those books and everything too I think it's a disgrace and this, what's weird about that though is like you said DC and Marvel even though they don't go always full canon they reach into their their source material and it just doesn't make sense why you would like you said take elements you don't have to no oh, right no you don't have to adapt it straight but you know and you look at the response, and I mentioned Saw Gerrera before. You mentioned the response. Oh, wow, they're actually paying attention to the lure. There's, there's Saw Gerrera, and that's, that's all Pablo Hidalgo. He's, he, they, they, were, they had this one character that they were going to use, and Pablo's like, well, we have this guy that was like a, he was like a freedom fighter in the Clone Wars, and we can make it. We could turn him and make him Saw Gerrera. And they did that, and I don't understand why they didn't do more of that. I, well, I do understand. J.J. had, had – if J.J.'s ever watched – one episode of Clone Wars or ever picked up a book. He's an old school uh, original trilogy fan. He's at le- which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but but I think that when 
I think that you have all that stuff there and you can connect it all. I just think that it was this kid who was growing up was a massive Star Wars fan and said, what would you do if you could make a Star Wars movie? And he said, I'm going to make it my way. Well, what about this and this and that? Nah, I'm making it my way with, and I'm going to create this and do that and do this and do that. And it's a, it was a very expensive, fan, all of them were fan films. Ryan Johnson's all Ryan Johnson's movie, which I dislike the most out of the three of them, is the best made film out of the three of them. There's there's no arguing that as far as filmmaking goes. He's a better filmmaker than JJ. There's no doubt about that. Um, I just all as Mark Hamill says, I fundamentally disagree with the choices made in that particular film. But it also shows that you look at everything together. It's it's JJ had his movie. Ryan had his movie, and then Trevorrow was the only one, if you look at what was going to happen, whether or not you believe in, in if it followed the, the, the rules of Star Wars, which I did from what I read, he was the only one that said, well, J.J. set that up for me in the first one. Ryan just set up that one. They're a little tricky because they kind of contradict each other, but all right, well, I'll play off of that, and here's the movie. And then they said, no, we don't want to do that. We're going to bring J.J. back, and now you make our Palpatine. Done. Uh, RB3, Tim Sim said uh, you missed a schmobot of his, and I see it on here if you want to replay it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a I, shot. I don't know. There are things. There are obviously. I like Last Jedi quite a bit, and I like the possibility of Ray being a nobody. Like that really spoke to me that anyone could be a Jedi, and it doesn't have to be this lineage. That's like you know, there's more than two or three families in the galaxy of Star Wars. Uh, but the fact that they were planning, like, uh, well, who is it? Alana Jordan tweeted out that, like, they literally had it in a lower third of Daisy Ridley, like Ray Kenobi, at one point as her character. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but, uh, but no, it, it does suck that there wasn't like an overall plan. Timson donated twenty dollars. Regarding today's main topic, wow, they could have had a plan or built on the characters and motifs from one movie over another. But man, this is a dumpster fire. I'm taking the wise opinion of moving on, and I think others should too. But man, that stinks. Yeah, it was just she donated twenty dollars. Regarding today's main topic, wow. Uh, yeah, man, it's just it was, it it just I didn't know. I remember uh, again, and there were there were a few of us that we used to talk about, it and said they don't have a plan, and then we oh. God, I can't even tell you how many people would scream at us. You're wrong. They clearly have a plan. We know they have a plan. You're just being negative. I was like, I'm not being negative. I want these to be great. These are my fa- this is my favorite. This is my favorite story of all time in Star Wars. I want it to be really good. And you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm pretty sure from what I heard, it's going to be Obi Wan stuff. It's not going to be Obi Wan. You just wanted to be fan service. Palpatine should be in this movie. It's like people just yell at you, and then you look. There's no plan. There was no plan whatsoever, and I think that goes back to the overall, there needs to be a creative head. Helen donated to- $25. Always thought Timothy Zunn's book series would have been a great 789. Mara Jade would have been a great addition to these films. Also thought Keegan Jin could have been Ray's grandfather. There's a lot of different things that could have happened. That doesn't mean just because Obi-Wan was involved at one point or, or, or related at one point, it doesn't mean it was going to make the story better. It, it, it could have made more sense if it was. I think the reason I liked what I heard out of that interview was that it was set up in Force Awakens. That means it was set up in the first movie that then it would have continuously played out throughout 8 and 9. That's what I was looking for because even if you say, well, there wasn't really a plan in episode um, 4, 5, and 6, maybe not. And, 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 you, and, and I happen to agree that I don't think that Lucas had any idea that Darth Vader was Luke's father in episode four. But it just happened to work out to where he could lie to you and say, oh, I always knew that because it just worked well. 
Um, this did not work well. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, we always knew it was going to be Palpatine. No, you didn't. And your big star just told you, no, you didn't. Um, it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We always knew that we were, we were going to do this and Luke was going to do this. No, you didn't. You didn't know anything. And and it didn't work because even if he's like, well, we're going to do exactly what George did. We're going to figure it out as we go. But you didn't get that. Unfortunately, enough, you didn't. Unfortunately, you just didn't get that magic that happened. So Roaches Bazoing has donated forty dollars. Hello, Centine. Do you think that with this coming to light, there will be a push to remove Kathleen Kennedy from her role? And where do you think the direction of future movies will go? I'm I'm going to also say that it it doesn't it doesn't mean that. This is like ah, Kathleen Kennedy needs to go. That's that. I think that's that's what everybody tries to do. Is it? Well, she's a reason she ruined it. She's a very good executive. She's a very good yeah. producer. She's a very good producer. And whatever. Again, I don't. This is not confirmed stuff. This is just stuff that you hear around Grapevine that she had. She was. She trusted more in Filoni and Favreau on Mandalorian, meaning that. What do you need as a producer? I'll get you that. What do you need? What can I make happen as a producer? I'll get you that. And was less involved with the this and that and, and moving things around and the way she was in the movies. And it, it worked. And she was very involved, but she wasn't as creatively kind of moving things around. Well, no, we need to do that. We need to do that because there's not as much pressure on the TV. Well, there's pressure, obviously, but not as much pressure as far as she's in charge, you know, with the films and making the money for Disney and all that stuff, too. So the, you got you to cut her slack. When it comes, also, I was gonna say she also in four movies, man, or in three movies. I'm not even including the side stories. Made four point five billion dollars. Like regardless right. of how people felt about these films, and that's just box office. They just include, include toy sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the toy sales were actually down from normal, but 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 yes, she they made they made a lot of money. There's no doubt about it. But it but they still want to make sure that that the fan um, support is there. There's no doubt about it. But yes, she did make money. That's why I say, will she lose? her job no she shouldn't lose her job but what i do think that she should do is she should trust in a creative she should whether it's favreau whether it's feloni whether it's deborah chow whoever it is entrust the creative and let them tell the stories and if they say to you hey we think lost stars as that we really want to explore this don't say ah, it's too inside baseball they're never going to get it Mr. Don't, did you hear the reports that Mandalorian is making a drastic cast change mid-season and there was infighting because of it? What is Kathy doing? No, don't believe that report. I hear that that's not true at all from what I, from what I heard. Uh, Christian, my, my question is, when you talk when about you talk bringing about the creative in, what is the possibility of bringing the creator, the GOAT, George Lucas, back into the fold? That's too tricky, man. It's too tricky to do because if you just have him, if he, look, if George Lucas was going to say, look, I'm going to come in, and I'm going to work the same way that I did on Clone Wars, working with Dave Filoni. That's attractive. That's, uh, that, that, could be, that could be really interesting. But the problem is still, George likes to be the king. He wouldn't be the king anymore. It's like you can bring him back as a power position in writing the story and have him write some stories and do some stuff, and they're going to be great stories. You can't let him touch the dialogue, which I don't think he did in Clone Wars anyway. But... Um, but if he was one story and if, if you t maybe maybe have him come back and collaborating as a showrunner, you know, with uh, with Filoni on a show, I think that's a great way to to get fan support back up and do some stuff. But I but I don't I don't think that uh, I, I don't think bringing him back to run the whole creative. No, is a good no, no. Move. Yeah. Not, not to run the whole thing, but I mean, like as a creative consultant, right, because he was on set for Last Jedi and people, 
you know, I know, you know, we're not big fans of it here, but I know, you know, a lot of people like Last Jedi, and he was, and he he liked it too. Um, and then, you know, people, you know, he was around for Mandalorian, and people like Mandalorian. It seems like the things that he wasn't around for are the things that you know are seemingly kind of crashing and burning. So, I mean, if it's even like a consulting role or anything like that, because I'm sure he wants something. Like, I I think he when he sold the company, he was really devastated. They did it his baby. Press donated twenty dollars. So. I'm here for Christian talking Star Wars. I do miss the Jedi Council days. So is it possible the delay for the original Kenobi movie or series was because they had a love interest for Obi-Wan and then Ray ended up a Palpatine instead of a Kenobi? Like he already had a love interest in, in Clone Wars. So, no. I, there was there were other... I think, obviously, COVID had a lot to do with that. Um, there were other things from the original script that was there was remember it was a it was a film script first um and then there was a lot of things from the film script that i think was changed around i don't i don't know wh- who wanted what changed and and how things were getting involved i i have no idea i just like i said i just think that there's too many times where this old school mentality comes of like yeah that's for the hardcore fans i don't think that the the regular fans are going to get that and that is that is devastating because because of marvel or dc would have thought that a lot of their hit movies wouldn't even uh, wouldn't even made. Uh, look at look at look at the Dark Knight and a lot of stuff that came from like the Killing Joke. If they would have said nah 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 nah, the fans are the fans aren't gonna aren't gonna understand that. That's too inside from the from the comics. They're not gonna get it. Days of Future Past. Nah 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 nah. Too confusing. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's silly. It's silly. You got you got to trust in the creative uh, team around you. All right, I'm let's. A, let's um, oh, oh. No, see, <laughs> I know we're gonna have to move on. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out. I know that I know that you guys like you guys give a dissertation on this, but I do have a thesis. I know it's not as important as a dissertation, <laughs> but when it comes to when it comes to um, Ray, as far as I'm concerned, I understand the theory. I I understand that it wasn't executed well, but the idea is just like Luke had evil in him, right? And he has to fight against that. The idea is Ray is going to have that same path that Luke was on, which is that the worst person in the galaxy and the entire, like in the entire universe is she's a descendant of. Yeah. And, and, and I understand why in theory that is interesting because it's this internal fight. It's that, you know, was it executed the way it could have been? No. And right. it wasn't set up far enough in advance and also, if that's already a story we've seen, do we want to see it again? To reach and, maybe, and, and, and maybe we do, but, like, what's different about it this time? How, like, does she falter more than Luke? Did? Like, so there's, I think that there, I think the theory of her being a Palpatine could have worked um, if it had been executed differently. And again, as, it's exactly as you're saying, as if it had been planned. But also speaking to, like, producer versus, like, every producer, I've never, like, in, so any producer out there, hearing this correct me if i'm wrong but every producer thinks they are creative <laughs> like right. and it's it, there is a reason why when you when you write a tv show you don't send it to other writers you send it to the studio to give you notes so people who don't write their own scripts are giving you notes on what your script should be and it's it's just so i'm not saying that Kathy Kathleen Kennedy is completely culpable but i don't think that the that there is like sort of the creative freedom that there could be. And I'm glad that Mandalorian worked out the way it did, but there's no question Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau are still turning their scripts into somebody. I don't know who it is at Disney and like, they're probably getting a green light or whatever, but like there's still meddling going on there too. I have to believe, cause I've, I've yet to hear of a producer who doesn't 
give notes on scripts. So of course, I, there's always going to be there'll be notes, but the difference is also what, when it comes to Favreau is that when, for the example of the same thing that happened in in movies, but this time it, it happens to be a positive is that Favreau is a very established, powerful director and has also made billions of dollars for for uh, Disney. So his pull and say and creative is a lot different than other people and people don't realize that so if oh, he no. wants something in there that someone else doesn't he's going to be up there this is just how it works in general right he's going to be able to fight and win his fights more so than someone like a gareth edwards is going to be able to win but, that but not more like a you think jj abrams no no no. jj abrams oh, is okay. the same i think and that's what i'm saying i think that 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 happened to be the problem with jj but it happens to be a a positive with favreau I happen to think yeah. that Favreau, Favreau is is the same type of original trilogy fan that JJ is. However, Favreau listens to the other side of it uh, of, of like where where I believe, and he said as much. JJ Abrams was making a fan film of what he thought Star Wars should be, and John Favreau is making the stuff. Uh, that George Lucas was inspired by and adding it into his thing. This is what he said on, on things. So that's the difference between the two. I think that both they both fall into the same thing. Powerful directors who are making their own choices. I just think that Favreau's choices are better. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's 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 move on. There are a couple things I wanted to to bring up um, with you guys. As you know, again, streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. Those Schmobots and uh, questions we're going to read a little later. Those are very important for the show, so please keep those coming in there. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about here, too, is big, massive news that came out this morning. Besides, we're going to get to the Dune trailer. Don't worry. Um, but before, even before that, this was news that I didn't even know. And we've got a, we got a partnership here with, with Skybound. I didn't even know. Uh, the Walking Dead final season is going to be in 20. Uh, 2022. It's the final oh, wow. season. It is returning for a final season. Uh, 11, it's the 11th season. There's going to be 30 more episodes. 30 more episodes total, right? So, and that's just that's the Walking Dead, the like the main show itself. But um, there's a lot of Walking Dead stuff that is still coming down the pike. And you got the spinoff series, which is going to have Daryl and Carol. Oh, that you call it. For underscore Sutherland donated twenty dollars. In the huge Star Wars fan trilogy is okay, but my kids love the new movies, and I just think the trilogy is for them the same for the prequels for that generation. Just think new trilogy was for a general audience, not for hardcores. There was, but there was a underscore Fridge donated twenty dollars. There, there was, there was a plan though for those prequels. As much as I think that the, the, uh, the dialogue is and and a lot of the stuff is is kitty and i don't disagree with you that a lot of kids like that there was there was an actual there was a setup from episode one to episode three and the evolution of what they were going to do um so that's that's the difference and there was one and like rb3 said there was one director with one story the whole way through and not just like you're a good director we like what you did there you get a story and now you get a story you don't i don't care what they're saying you get a story and it's a mess all right anyway back to back to walking dead um yeah, there's going to be a spinoff series with Daryl and Carol, which it should be named Daryl and Carol, by the way, uh, being helmed by Angela Kang, and it premieres. That premieres in 2023, and it's called uh, Tales of the Walking Dead. It's a and it's an anthology series, which is pretty awesome. And there's still the the Walking Dead series, Fear of the Walking Dead, and the Walking Dead World Beyond. We three movies are on the way. Also, there's three more movies. Kennedy would be smart to promote that. 
there's so we still we still have there's still other the Walking Dead series like Fear, Fear the Walking Dead, Walking Dead World Beyond, and then there's going to be three movies on the way. So it's not the end of the Walking Dead all the way through. It's just the original show. But you know this show has been on. I remember this show being on starting like 2010, and I was not the let's say audience for it, right? Because horror is not the first thing I'm going to run to, but. This show blew me away when I saw that first because it's, it was creepy. It was it was great great performances and it put AMC on the map. So you and you look, Winston. As far as like a show goes to stay on the air for twelve years at this time when there's so much on television, that is not an easy uh, an easy task at all. At most, it, it's amazing for a show to get past three seasons. To yeah, be with you. So yeah, to do four times that like that's <laughs> phenomenal. Um, and it's, I would say that like, it's both set. There's a point where you hit so many seasons. It's actually sad to see a show go, Yeah, you know, like, unless it's just really shit the bed, but I don't feel like it has, you know what I mean? Like I, every, I, I still haven't watched the walking dead personally, but everybody that I know, they're like, there were some rough patches here and there. But for the it most came part, back, it's probably like a consistently good show. So yeah, it's yeah. not it's, it's not easy to do because to have that comeback that they had because they had a kind of like a uh, it went it went up it went up at a little dip and then went back up and it's been so you know and then looking at all the stuff that they have um, coming out, I think it's going to be pretty exciting for them because they know the plan. Three movies, which is going to be interesting, and I think that this this season you're going to have people strapped in there because they're going to want to see how it ends. I want to see how it ends. I want to see what the how the characters going to end up and end. You know, Norman Reedus has been the staple of that show for a while now. So watching him on a spinoff show, I'm down. Um, yeah, and right. having it like, like oh, what Chris Adams said in the chat is just like they have a story. They're going to end with that story. They're not just going to, you know, keep going and going and wait for, you know, the hammer to drop from AMC. Right. Like they, they made their comeback. They rejuvenated this series. And now they're like, we got a story to tell. We're going to tell it. And then, you know, we're going to get the spinoffs for other characters. But this main story it has an end game, and I like that. Um, okay, so let us now get to um, one other thing I wanted Chris to actually. Underscore Fritz donated twenty dollars. So. Grace is a provocateur. Stop it! If season two is as good as season one, Kennedy would be smart to promote Favreau and Filoni to VP. A good producer doesn't need to be creative. It's more about who you hire and how you enable them. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I just don't know if that's gonna, how that's gonna transfer over. Well, we'll see. I mean, the it looks like when, once you start getting pictures, everything to the trailer should be dropping pretty soon. And then they, they already said the end of October. But if we could uh, turn the Schmobot off just for a second, we'll bring it back in a moment. But I want to let you guys know. I was talking. I know Winston's pumped about this. I was talking to Roka about. It. Everybody's excited. It's time to celebrate, everybody, because football's coming back. Football is coming back, and DraftKings, which is the leader in one-day fantasy sports, has millions of reasons why everybody should be excited. You want to kick the football season off? We'll do it with DraftKings. DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize with a total of $3 million up for grabs this Thursday. And here's the football contest. Getting in on Thursday night, single-game showdown, it's easy. All you got to do is go to DraftKings using the promo code SEN Live. You draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Head to the app now. Start making it rain. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using code SEN Live, you're going to receive a free shot at that $1 million top prize with your first deposit. 
Nothing adds to the sweet or the sweat of watching the game like having a shot at a million-dollar payday. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code SEN Live. For a limited time, new users get a free shot at the $1 million prize and $3 million in total prizes. What am I doing here with you guys right now? I should be trying to do that. (laughs) Don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter the code SEN Live to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. Again, SEN Live only at DraftKings. Make it rain. After this, uh, after this Sunday, we're going to be waiting for the, the schedule for SEN, and we're never going to hear from you. never going to hear. Yeah, I'm going to win that prize. I'm telling you, I'm going to win that prize. I'm going to be living on a beach in Maui. You'll never see me ever again. And, I, and that's, I've been saying this since the, since the Jedi Council days. If someone said to me, hey, hey, here's $5 million. Go, go away and go live in Maui. And, I, and, I, and then you never see me ever again. You wouldn't hear from me. I'd shut my phone off. That will get you through to like a Thursday in Maui. Maui. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll get you a nice towel on the beach. <laughs> Whatever it might be, I'll still let me. I, I, I'll, I'll live there. I'll live there. That's what I want to do. I'll, I'll live in a shack. I don't know what my I don't know what my family's gonna do. They'll stay here, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but I'm gone. I mean, I'm gonna need every you, cent of that five million to live in Maui. <laughs> look, man, if you want to sponsor the seed money, I already told the story on Monday. I already won a hundred dollars from DraftKings before. So if you're trying to if you're trying to get this money. Let's do it. It's free this weekend. That's the thing. You, you, it's, it's not that. If I'm not mistaken, I think you had a match. It's like you only have to put in like five bucks, but then they give you like a ginormous credit or something yeah. like that. So. Um, all right, let's get this robot back on. Sorry about that. Just wanted to uh, let you guys know about the DraftKings. Uh, happy to have them on board. I got to get DraftKings involved with the Schmodown. Because once you start betting on oh, Schmodown, yeah. that's next level. Oh. Stuff. Um, I'll tell you what, though. Unfortunately, be the I Pete think Pete Rose of Schmodown, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not going to bet on. It. I'm just saying, once people can bet on it, I know. Then... But once people can bet on it, I'll tell you what. I will be the first to throw a match of him, and I got some scratch. <laughs> well, well, you see now. Now, now you festival can, darlings now. all day, baby. Festival, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, hey, oh wait, I just won Lord of the Rings, Kate. Pass, Ben. Pass. Yeah. 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 He's Pass like. Yeah, you don't want Harry Potter. You don't want to spin Harry Potter back. Yeah, right. Keep going, keep going, buddy. It's going to be in the super chat, Ben. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, uh, we need a, uh, we need this. Uh, the yeah. mortgage is late. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to need you to take opponent's choice. Uh, yeah, once you take, actually, want you to take Ernest Borgnine movies. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, this this trailer because everyone's talking about this trailer. Yes. Uh, it's awesome. I I only had one gripe with the trailer. Here we go again. It's the same format of every hit trailer. Now, even with a one of the best, one of the best directors out there with Villeneuve, why do we do the Pink Floyd cover? Why do you need that Pink Floyd cover? There's, it was so un, it threw me out of the trailer. It completely threw me out of the trailer. It's like, here's a hip new, here's a hip new version of a song you love, and it's like, no, I don't need that. I'm, I'm looking at spaceships and Momoa killing people and and flashy holocrons and all this kind of shit. I'm, I don't, I don't need Pink Floyd cover because it's like, this is different. This is nostalgia. No, I don't need nostalgia. That Pink Floyd cover was was so unnecessary for the whole movie. The trailer itself. And everything, the story, the music, the performances looks great. I can't wait. The only problem I had was that Pink Floyd cover. I, I don't. Oh. Yo, go ahead. I'll go ahead. Everything. I definitely agree that there's a trend. I definitely think that the Pink Floyd thing's intentional, though, because um, the Dune, the original Dune property, like when it was originally being developed, was originally supposed to be scored by uh, by Pink Floyd. Yes. So I think that's a reference to people who are familiar with like the original conception of Jodorowsky's Dune, and I think it's also something that that the what what the 
what Dune encapsulated, like, in terms of its visual style and aesthetic, its contribution to the culture from, like, Star Wars and Alien and all that stuff, all kind of derives from the 70s to begin with. So, like, having that be, like, a, here's a new version of, like, some, you know, the, the style that we kind of brought you before, but here's a totally new interpretation of it. I think it's intentional. I, I guess, you know, it's up to you if you like it or not, but I definitely think it's a little bit different than other trailers. I think it's definitely intentional. It, and, it and just threw me personal. off because, uh, and I think the, the Shmobot, is the Shmobot off? No, it's on. No. Anthony Nugent said he put one in. Um, so... <laughs> The the uh, look the trailer was just the problem I had with it was and you know what it was I think because I'm so aware that so many trailers are doing this now that the second the music popped in after they set up this great story about how this kind of evolution of what this character is going to be and I don't feel like gave away too much of it but they like there's that great moment with Chalamet when he's with Momoa and he's like my Duke and I'm like oh that's awesome but then there's this like I'm like, oh no! I'm like, why? Why am I? And because in my head, first of all, I'm like, because first sorry, Ben, but it drives me crazy when people say they like Ray showing you could be a nobody. Since the beginning, we've seen that Obi Wan didn't come from a lineage, and neither did Kigan, Ahsoka, Yoda, etc. Skywalkers are the exception, not the rule. Yeah, but 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 uh, sure, but I I, I don't want to backtrack into Star Wars. And why didn't like... everyone have a problem with Ray being a nobody? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, the thing. that's, like, that's, that's I didn't that's make the, that argument. That's that's the first thing, and the second one is like, be honest with yourself. What did we spend nine movies talking about? Skywalkers and and Palpatine. So like, yeah, it, I just it, I, I I I think that you I agree with what Kate said again. Not to backtrack inside of it, I think that it should have been executed better. I I despised the nobody thing i thought it was i thought it was very i thought it was dopey um but but a lot of people liked it a lot of people liked it because it just because it was because it it just for the exact reason Disney now after Star hearing this Wars plan donated twenty dollars can we talk about dune is someone jj dropped me when filming for jack who i'm lost and i need help to get back to disney i'm surrounded by sand i don't like sand it's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. This big dune looks pretty. Yes, let's talk about dunes. So back, you're right. You're right. So, um, I, I minus minus the cover of the song. The the trailer looks phenomenal. It really looks good. I I remember as a kid wanting to see David Lynch's version, and I even tried to watch a little bit less. It's it's so it's David Lynch. He's 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 the wacky filmmaker, and I just didn't. It wasn't for me. Um, this looks exactly what riley has been talking about what the book is and that's star wars uh, adults more more for adults not for kids where star wars is for both this is for adults um i'm looking forward to seeing the, i want to learn more about the lore i think that this might be the last trailer i watch though because i don't want to learn anymore i yeah. i think i think i've learned enough throughout this i love the i, I mean this is everything everything that i want from from like sci-fi and fantasy like and the type of politics that are going on inside of this this is speaking my my language i mean he's like my father rules an entire planet there's all these I'm, this is speaking my language i really want to see this this movie looks phenomenal and as even even as the cover of the song bothered me i said to myself well this isn't going to be in the movie this is not going to be the part this is just the trailer the trip the movie itself looks spectacular yeah 
uh i watched a little bit of the like the it was on twitter like the kind of the zoom call they were doing with everybody and it was like you know oh who's your character oh he's a warrior who's your character like he's a mentor like so that was really cool because like this is a very deep lore like i'm i think after this first movie i'm gonna read the first book and stuff like that but i don't want any spoilers for this the Denis Villeneuve is in my opinion is the best working director today and I think he's gonna nail this one again the guy has not missed like in like 10 or 11 movies like every movie I've seen is a, a masterpiece so I and the cast is just the cast just speaks for itself like this cast is so ridiculously talented and good looking that I'm embarrassed to even like look upon them um but yeah i this is my tenant this is my big blockbuster movie this is yeah. bigger than black widow or wonder woman for me yeah, like, like me my too. Movie for the year me too well, I agree. well oh. ben that's that's disconcerting because mulan was your big movie and that didn't go so well for you damn <laughs> i didn't pay for it though <laughs> I, I didn't. yeah did you How? damn shots five back and forth i was i wasn't wait that wasn't me coming for ben i was just no saying, i know I no, wasn't, no. I wasn't like, oh, oh I, that, that's how I read that. No, I read no, that I'm entirely. No. I read that. I'm hey, you like, remember the last time you were excited about something, motherfucker? No, it's like, no, 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 it's like just, people... you're just saying, yeah. You, 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 remember you the last so... time you were excited about something in 2020, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2020 yeah. is definitely all the good stuff out of life, man. But this right. was this was definitely a great thing. I, I looked, I saw, I, I was actually busted to see this a little early. And uh, me and Sabrina and Ace did a, a review for it and on, on First Cut. But um, it's funny, when we saw, I had saw this trailer and I had no idea. The way they portrayed the violence, like the action, like when they had like the, the sword and uh, combat scenes and all that kind of stuff. And you kind of see, they don't use blood. They kind of use like this like virtual kind of, you know, coding over 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 the people as they get hit or whatever. I kind of wonder if that's their way to like meager the PG-13 kind of. Uh, yeah kind of line for it but i'm excited for it i honestly think like like you said the, the iconography is like very is is you know is is there like is obviously didn't even new but it this really does look like an adult star wars movie with you know you obviously see in the original dune you know conception and in the book and and the original concept art yeah that that thing that comes out of the pit that definitely is supposed to be an allusion to the star to starlight pit in the original um star wars you know and there's a there's a bunch of stuff you just see in a bunch of other movies john carter that's coming from this movie but this still finds a way to make it visually dynamic and i love like the mythology like the like the 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 little knot that jason momoa and uh timothy chalamet give to each other with the sword um i think like they just established so much cool stuff and Honestly, you know, I didn't know how big of a part Zendaya was going to play, but I want to see this kind of epic interstellar romance happening with like this prince or this, you know, coming up king and having to deal with that. And Josh Brolin looking like this, like totally monstrous, like military guy. It's just all, all exciting. So, um, it's just, you ended so fast. I was like, uh, you're on a roll right there. RB3. Yeah, no, it was, it was really good. Uh, all right, let's let uh, other thing, Kate, you had a couple of things you wanted to, well, you had to talk about also. Yeah. So you guys, let's try to shrub out for a second if we can. Um, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys know this or not, um, but I've been putting on these press on nails. And the only thing that press on nails make things difficult is wiping. You know what I mean? So this is why I am so delighted that I get to talk to you guys today about Hello Tushy. So it's hard to believe that when we go to the bathroom in this country, most most of us wipe instead of wash. You know, when you got nails, <laughs> not ideal. So for years, bidets have been available, but like 
really expensive, like thousands of dollars. Who has that for a toilet? Just the Europeans, I guess. So the Hello Toshi modern bidet atta um, attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Hello Toshi cleans your butt with a precise stream of water for just $79. That's right, $79. So not a thousand, not even a hundred, seventy-nine. It attaches to your existing toilet. You don't need uh, any additional electricity or plumbing. And it cuts your toilet paper use by 80%. Hello, in this time, we need to all be using less toilet paper because it's going to be gone again at some point. So the Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in just a few months. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Even the best two-ply just can't cut it when it comes to a hands-free poop experience. That's <laughs> all I ever wanted, just a hands-free poop experience. Mm -hmm. Ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to the soothing, cleansing stream of water from a Hello Tushy Bidet attachment. And every Hello Tushy Bidet comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Wish I had that for my fridge right now. Join millions of Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt, butt with every flush. So what you have to do is you have to go to hellotushy.com slash live, all one word, to get 10% off. That's right, 10% off. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash live for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash live. So use, you, you know, use water to clean your body. Time to do that for your butt. Hello, Tushy. Go get yours now. And then uh, me too. So I can stop scratching my asshole. At the end. <laughs> so stop scratching well your done. asshole. Well done, Kate. Uh, so back to that Dune trailer. Because uh, yeah. I'm not done talking about it. Yeah. Uh, it uh, just like just everything about it. And like, I get what Christian was saying about I think it was just. I, I love what you said, RB3, that like, you know, Pink Floyd was supposed to score the, the David Lynch film, so I love that reference. Hmm. But it's just become such a trope where it's like, oh, we're gonna do little kids singing a Pink Floyd song, we're gonna do this, you know, singing Blue Monday, like but I, I did I liked it, but I did I can understand why people like that's I feel like that's like the one main complaint about the trailers, the yeah. music's like, um, but that, but you explaining that, like, because I was kind of with Christian, I was like, oh, okay. But then you explain that, I was like, oh, I like that reference. And I feel like Denis Villeneuve is like a smart enough filmmaker to be like, I'm going to pay homage to David Lynch in this trailer. Yeah. Because like, not even, I know not even just David Lynch. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not even just David Lynch, but uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky, who was supposed yeah. to make Dune and, and didn't end up making it too. So he's paying homage to all of the all of the previous versions and you know uh, uh sabrina did a press thing for happy birthday sabrina too by the way i didn't we didn't <gasps> say that birthday, oh, wow. sabrina's sabrina. birthday happy birthday hey, uh, everybody birthday. make sure you go wish her happy birthday we're doing a special birthday stream on first cut tonight but um for for dune right like Denny, uh sabrina did a press thing for uh for for dune and denny villeneuve talked about how he's been a fan of this novel since he was 14 years old and how much he's passionate about this. And listen, he was also really passionate about Blade Runner. I wasn't the biggest fan of Blade Runner, but I know everybody else is. And this, you know, Riley regarded as a really great movie. So I think this is going to be that same thing. And, you know, I think this is going to, I don't know. I just, I think the hype. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, oh, oh,